neighbor, say, say neighbor. You about to expand your capacity to believe and receive. Hallelujah. All right, now, I, I, gotta, I gotta go where we live. Any of y'all been watching the Olympics? Any of y'all been watching the Olympics? Do you know what the Olympics are? <laughs> there are swimming, there are races, there are games. I'm going somewhere with this. The Bible says that it's possible to have understanding of your times so that you know what to do. Amen. And too many of us are getting blindsided and not having understanding of our times. Every day you're in a race called life. Every day. When you got up this morning, <laughs> whether you want to or not, you're in a race called life. Now, in the Olympics, there's the gold medal, the silver, and the bronze. Yeah. Is, that, is that right? And in whatever activity there is, not everyone gets a medal, but they're in the race. Don't, don't, don't shut down on me. Every day, there is a medal. And see, what too many church folk are doing are being ignorant of your times and of your seasons and you don't have understanding. You think that every day you're supposed to get a gold medal and you ain't done a thing. <laughs> you ain't done a thing to even position yourself for the goal. Some days all you qualify is for a bronze. Amen. Now, where I'm going with this is, see, if you don't learn how to encourage yourself, you're going to have a long time getting to the place where you qualify for the gold. I got news for you. Every time I wake up, that's a gold medal. You missed it. Did y'all wake up this morning? There's a whole lot of folk that did not wake up this morning and they're not in the race called life. Ooh. Well, pastor, why are the Olympics being so glorified and magnified? God is speaking to us and trying to get us to understand. And everybody that's in those different uh, arenas, they didn't have no good beginnings. Everybody didn't have no, you know, stellar beginnings. No, 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 no. They had to fight their way to the place where they are now. Now they're being celebrated. But in the process, they learn how not to let mistakes mess them up. Let me go here. Let me go here. Let me go here. It's amazing how the Lord positioned this. If you've been here for a while, I've talked about how you're supposed to forget those things that are behind, right? The past. And then uh, do what? 
What's the next step? Now, now, I know the word said press, but when you make a mistake, got it? You're supposed to do what? Correct it to the best of your ability. Every day, some mistakes are made. The question is, are you correcting it to the best of your ability? Or do you shut down and start living in your past? Do you shut down or start living in your past? Those Olympic people, every time they run a race, they learn from their mistakes. Everybody didn't get, everybody didn't get the gold medal. Everybody didn't get the silver medal. Everybody didn't get the bronze medal. Somebody, everybody didn't get a medal. But I guarantee you they're going to be in the water the next time. They're going to be in that race the next time. They're going to be trying again. And they're going to study those that made the goal. See, y'all, you got to, they, they they, they're not so proud. They didn't say, well, how did you make the goal? Some of us, we, we so proud, we don't want to ask nobody, you know, how did you do what you did? Because if I ask, that may make them think that I'm, you know, they better, wait a minute. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. Ask the neighbor, say, say, neighbor, what's the last thing you asked for? Have you asked anybody about anything? Anything. Anything. Have you asked brothers? You better learn how to ask them ladies how to do some stuff. And sisters, you better ask them brothers how to do, do some. Hey. Get this. So every day. On my way in my race, I gotta. I may make a mistake, but I'm gonna correct it to the best of my ability. So the next day, I can get up and go forward. And many of us, you know, you you're just like okay. I just you know you comfortable with your mistakes? I am. No 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 no. And see where I'm going with this is. Many of you have had gold medals and didn't even receive them. You, in your family, you are the gold medalist. You see, ain't, some of you ain't going to look at me now. In your family, you are the gold medalist. And it's like you don't even know that you're rolling with gold. Because you're so living in the past that you, you, you can't even flow with the gold. Hallelujah. Look at your say, neighbor. I see gold all over you. I said, look at somebody and say, tell them I see, I see gold all over you. Come on. I see gold. But now, now, now get what I'm trying to communicate with you. You as a believer have to learn how to glean what God is speaking to you in life situations. The presidency. God is speaking to us. If we don't pray, we ain't going to have. The prayers of the righteous avail much. Hello? You mean to tell me we that important? Yes, yes, yes. Our prayers are going to make a difference. Look at him and say, say, neighbor. 
I done prayed for you. Use a sign and a wonder and a miracle. Hallelujah. Are you getting this? What else has the Lord been speaking to us in 2016 that we, we, we don't have an understanding about? The Olympics is God speaking to us. Do you know the history of some of those, those folks that are running and doing it? Do you know their background? Do you know the hell they've been through, the walking through? Come on. But they have a different mindset. They are not intimidated by difficulties. The harder it gets, the more they want to press through. And, and, and I noticed something. They don't, when, when you talk to them and you interview them, they never talk about their past. They always talk about where they're going. And they're always, you know, and, and they know when to zip it. They're not intimidated by your rolling of your eyes and you're not giving them congratulations because they've already decided where they're on their way to. Say, say, neighbor. Are you pressing forward? Or are you leaning backwards? Every day, every day, you're in a race called life. And every day there's a medal for you if you do the right things, right? And one of them is what? If you make a mistake, and you will, correct it to the best of your ability and go forward. Got it? And then when you get around others that want to keep bringing up your past, smile and keep going forward. And you know, you know you're doing it when they get mad because you ain't giving them conversation about your past, forgetting those things that are behind. That's called grace and mercy. Now, I did all of that to set you up. Y'all ready for the word now? I am. Go to Psalms 34 and verse 1. Olympic champions. Hallelujah. I'm looking at gold medalists. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Psalms 34 and verse 1 says it this way, I will bless the Lord sometime. No, when I, I will bless the Lord when? At all times. Folks, that's a grow up place. Some of you didn't even want to come today. I know you had to, yeah, you had to bless the Lord at all times. And then it says, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Say, say, neighbor. I know you come from cuss, but you can't keep cussing your mouth. Some of y'all rolling your eyes. Wait a minute. What I'm saying is you are the one that's either leading yourself or directing yourself or shutting yourself down. I will bless the Lord when? Wait a minute, at all times? Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. Pastor, you don't know what I've been through. But God said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Then it says, next verse, my soul, my will, my emotions, my intellect shall make her boast in the Lord. Say, neighbor, you got to know and learn how to handle your emotions. Hallelujah. Amen. I see some of y'all fanning right now, the emotions. 
Don't be jealous. Your intellect. You got to learn how to do what with that? Learn how to bring that stuff right on in line. Say, all right, Lord, I bless you. I can feel the heat, but Lord, I thank you. Praise the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us, let us exalt his name together. Go to Ephesians 5 and 20. Here we go. Ephesians 5 and 20. Next verse. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Did any of you see that Olympic star that when they asked that person, uh, about their victory, they gave Jesus the praise. Amen. They said it, it, was, it was Jesus, it was God. Give God, give God all the glory. And see, some of you don't re remember, you see some of them, when they hit, finally crossed the finish line, they get on their face, huh? And, and they, they ain't talk, they, they on their face, on their ground, on their ground. That's a sign, folks, God speaking to us. You ain't the only one that had it hard. You ain't the only one that had it rough. But do you know how to give God the gratitude? Yeah. Folks, today's message is entitled, Becoming a True Worshiper of God. Hallelujah. Worship is a reverent love and devotion to God. Worship is the honor and love as God. And you regard God as adoring and ardent and you give him devotion. When you worship God, you put him first. Say, God, you are first. Eagle Summit, as we are blessed to be in this eighth month of 2016, the year of God's great breaking loose, I come to exhort you not to be weary in the well-doing and knowingly and unknowingly decrease your daily worship flow towards Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who gave his life for us all to become a permanent part of his kingdom family. Say, say, neighbor, I know you got a family, but you also in God's family. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now, why? Because this is one of Almighty God's kingdom secrets that is in tough times and seasons, many stop applying to their daily flow. Said another way, you and I must learn about thanksgiveness or thankfulness for ourselves. Uh, when was the last time you told the Lord thank you? When was the last time you told the Lord thank you? Now why? Because the devil and his host have one major desire and that is to rob Almighty God of any moment of pleasure from his sons and daughters. My God, my God. Moreover, every moment that praise does not exude and flow from our mouths is robbing Almighty God of what rightfully is his. Do you know how many days we've robbed God? Mad because we're going through stuff. Mad. And the devil over there laughing because you forgot to give God praise. And God inhabits the praises of his people. I've been in some hellish situation and I praise God and God brought me out. Yeah. I said he brought me out. Yeah. Somehow I, I, I look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord and God supernaturally brought me out. Yeah. Say neighbor you too. He brought you out too. 
Hallelujah. Luke 17 and 12. Let me build my case. Luke 17 and 12. You know the story. Luke 17 and verse 12 says it this way. And as he, Jesus, entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. They lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said, he spoke it unto them, Go, show yourself unto the priests. And it came to pass that as he went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? I got news for you, folk. Every day the Lord's asking, where are you? Where are you? You mean to tell me that, hey, I haven't done anything? Where are you? And the devil said, well, yeah, I got them. That's, why, that's where they are. Where are you? Every day you ought to be giving God some thanks. Every day. Even if you cry, Lord, I thank you. I just want to tell the Lord thank you. Yes, I want him to know. God, I thank you for the cleansing. All right? There are not found that return to give God glory, save the stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. My God, my God. Folks, here in this story, ten lepers connected with Jesus and requested mercy and were each cleansed. And when that happened, only one returned with an attitude of gratitude. Only one. As a result, the others robbed Jesus of the pleasure he desired. Say, 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 neighbor, don't roll your eyes at me. Do you rob God of the pleasure when there's no gratitude? Oh, Jesus. And folks, the devil and his host have a goal of robbing, killing, and destroying as many sons and daughters of God any way they can. Have you ever wondered why sometimes you just don't have no peace, don't have no joy? That's the enemy robbing you, trying to make you feel that you, you, God don't love you no more. He loves you when you cast down but not destroyed. When you the tail, he loves you. He's trying to make you the head. When you below, he's trying to take you above. Only say, God, I thank you. Mm -mm -mm. And the stealing, the worship that belongs to God is the major demonic priority. And in 2016, the enemy is working overtime to steal, my God, steal the worship, wanting to make us feel like, you know, we came to church, I know, but look, you still got the same problem. Ain't a minute, no, 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 no. God is, God is going to do something behind the scenes. Say, my God does exceeding, abundant, above all that I ask or think. Oh, my God. And stealing the worship that belongs to Christ is a major demonic priority. Ask the person sitting next to you, isn't there something that you should be worshiping the Lord about with gratitude? Isn't there something? Isn't there something? Mm-hmm. What are you in now? What are you in now? Ask them, what are you in now? That warrants a mighty thanks. 
a mighty praise, a mighty worship. What are you in now? So the first thing we each must learn is that there will be times and seasons in our lives when nobody, now get this, when nobody else can do it for us but us. I know you love pastor, but that time I ain't there. You got to do it for yourself. You got to do it for yourself. You got to shake off them heavy bands. Huh? You got to say, Lord, I thank you. Somehow I'm coming out of this. Oh my God, my God. Why? Why, 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 why? In other words, you must purpose in your heart and make a daily decision to become tenacious and persistent about your worship. Tenacious, ask your, ask your say, say neighbor, do you know what tenacious means? It's Ebonics for stay in there. <laughs> Persistent about it. Come on, folks. Why? He blessed you. Everything around you shows blessing. His health and healing flows through your being. Your mind is functioning now. Say, say, say neighbor. Your mind's all right, ain't it? It's all right. That's all right. Your heart is full of dreams. And anybody all got dreams and goals? You got some dreams and goals. Come on now. Now go to Acts 16, 23. Acts 16, 23. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow, God. You know this passage as well. When they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, receiving such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and a man named Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that they, the foundation of the prison was shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose and everyone's bands were loose and everyone's bands were loose and everyone's bands were loose. Now I got to go here. This is so precious. This is so precious. I'm excited. Folks, here we tap into another demonic reason, the devil and his hosts do not want any of the sons and daughters of Christ blessing the Lord at all times because the attitude of gratitude will help release so many others from demonic influence and control too. Got it? And when Paul and Silas blessed the Lord in their mighty midnight, others were healed and heard them. And the miracle took place that opened the cell doors and loosed every band. Got it? Eagle Summit, tell the person sitting next to you, Say person. <laughs> when you bless the Lord at all times, you too are helping other people's bands to be loose too. Now, this, this, this blessed me when the Lord gave me this. Any of y'all work anywhere? Huh? Have you ever walked into your office at a time when no one seemed to be happy. Anybody been there? Uh-huh. But you came with a smile and an attitude of gratitude that helped change the work atmosphere for the time and season of that day. Say, neighbor, don't go on to work mad. 
Go in there with a smile on your face. Change the atmosphere. So instead of that negative attitude stealing your peace and stealing your joy, the blessing of the Lord helped give you a day of victory and success that otherwise you would have been robbed of. Oh my God. But I don't, now here's the other part. Not only would you have been robbed of Jesus Christ, robbed Jesus our Lord and Savior would have been robbed too. Why? Because he doesn't want anyone to perish and he wants everyone to be saved. And Eagle Summit, and I come with the great news that here on earth is just, oh, get this. Here on earth is just a rehearsal for your great eternal time in heaven. Rehearsal. Every day is a rehearsal time where every day will be like Sunday and Sabbath will have no end. What do you mean, Pastor? In heaven, the angels are singing, holy, 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 holy. When you get to heaven, you're going to become an instant worshiper. Down here on earth, we're rehearsing. You ever been with some folk that don't go to rehearsal? They too busy because they don't want to go to rehearsal. But they want the, the fame. You got to rehearse. When you get to heaven, you ought to be already ready. Already ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell the person sitting there next to you, stop missing your own heavenly worship rehearsals that are preparing you for heaven and all of its glory and honor. Said, now get this, said another way. Yes, your voice matters to God too. Stop telling me I can't sing. Yeah, you can. When it hits heaven, it sounds glorious. And remember, our God is able to do exceeding abundant above all we can ask. In other words, when your voice reaches heaven, they are filtered and sounds glorious to God who loves us so much and does not want any to perish. You, you, uh, we were supposed to have karaoke yesterday. But we didn't have no karaoke because da-da-da-da. But anyway, when you have a karaoke machine, it'll make you sound wonderful and you can't even sing at all. Well, there's a karaoke machine in heaven. <laughs> so when your voice gets to heaven, it sounds glorious. Hallelujah. Say, say, neighbor, don't get mad. Don't get mad. I've got a glorious voice. Hallelujah. I can sing. Folks, there is something about the current of this life. There is a whirlpool of constant busyness. And for that reason, the devil and his host won't let us have special time to get along with God without a fight. Without a fight. Moreover, the very ways of this world keep us sucked in, emptied out, and with little or no time to just focus on the Lord and his awesome presence. But today I come with a solution. Bless the Lord at all times. Every moment, every hour, every day, make the Holy Spirit your total focus and obsession. And when you do, others connected to you will get some of the overflow of his flowing, 
in and around your life. Say, say, neighbor. You getting any of my overflow? I got a whole lot of overflow. Hallelujah. Now let's pray. Take your neighbor by the hand. Take somebody by the hand. Let's pray. I'm closing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I choose to become a mighty worshiper and delight myself in you continually. Holy Spirit, help me to keep an attitude of gratitude for all that has already been done and is about to be done in all of our lives. Holy Spirit, fill me constantly with a desire to worship so when I get to heaven, it will be easy to flow in the overflow of worship. Holy Spirit, help me to worship regardless of life tests and trials so I stay under the shadow of the Almighty where there is no evil that shall befall me. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for this revelation and helping me and the hand that I hold to become a worshiper that we've been created to be. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And the church said, Amen. 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 Now tell that person sitting to you next to you one thing you learned this morning. Come on. Come on. Got any gold medalists in here? Any bronze? Any silver medalists? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Say this with me. I have understanding of my times. Every day, I'm in a race called life. And I'm racing to win. Hallelujah. Say, I'm a winner. Hallelujah. Well, I done blessed the Lord at all times. And his praise is continually in my mouth. If you're here and you don't have a church home, Eagle Summit is the place. If you don't know the Lord as your personal savior, the Bible says confess him with your mouth, believe on him in your heart, and you can be saved. After salvation, ask the Lord to baptize you with his Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will give you a language and he'll give you interpretation of what it is that you're saying. Amen. And he will lead you and guide you and protect you. If ever there was a time you need to be planted somewhere in the house of the Lord is now. And the people that know their God are strong and do great exploits. And out of my weakness, his strength is made perfect. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I call you blessed and highly favored. No matter how you feel. Hallelujah. Because you sure looking good. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah.